my payback for the coffee happened before the podcast this week. Oh, I made sure goodness. I made sure it wasn't going to be an accident. <laughs> so hence Good. the delay. Everybody, we are back. Episode 18 of the regular wrestling review. My name is Andrew Vindelis. I'm coming to you live from my parents' basement celebrating Greek Easter. So, uh, uh, Christos Anesti to all my Greek people out there. And Taylor Yates, the wow. ECCW GM. You like that little bit of Greek I threw at you? You know, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have been to one Greek Orthodox church in my life. It was gorgeous. Were you I don't know festival? if that's what y'all are. Or, yeah, but yeah, no, Greek it Orthodox. Was, yep. It was like... It was um, like when I was a kid, my grandfather is a youth minister. So when he was oh. running the youth group, one of the things he did was he would take us to different like religious like places for yeah. different religions. And uh-huh. one of the places we went was a Greek Orthodox church and it was insanely gorgeous. Yeah. The, the um, Greeks, the Greeks ball out on their church. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> that was uh, yeah. You, Greek weddings are even more fun. But uh, that's another. I, I've seen. I've seen the movie. Yeah, you see. Yeah, my big fat Greek wedding, very representative. But Taylor, <laughs> we have we've been uh, bouncing back and forth on what we're gonna do because we had the Mania special, which did really, really well. Everybody, that was our first episode to get uh, triple digit listens. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's- that's so, really that's really cool. See, Thank you seeing the support. podcast grow before our eyes is like kind of weird. We didn't think we'd actually have people. Shit, we got to be more consistent now. Like Jordan, did I tell you my roommate Jordan pulled me aside before I left and was like, "So guys, I don't I don't want to bug you or anything. I sound like a mark, but what are y'all doing for the show this week?" And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. I'll text Taylor." <laughs> so that led us to this. This is something we'll do on and off uh, in between when we don't have a match to watch or something pops into our head. We are going to review the series Wrestling Society X. If you're not too familiar on what that is, you're not alone because neither Taylor and I. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a uh, kind of a reality wrestling show that took place on MTV in the mid 2000s. And some say, from what I what I heard, it's like a kind of like a predecessor to Lucha Underground. And I, as anyone who listens to the podcast knows, loved Lucha Underground at least the first couple seasons of it. So Taylor, I'm excited, and I heard there's a lot of explosions. Yeah, I was going to say what you said, that like this is what I hear about it is that it's very similar to Lucha Underground and that Lucha Underground got a lot of inspiration from the show. I think even the creators have said that they did. Um, oh, yeah. And it's got and a bunch of features, indie guys. Yeah. Like Seth Rollins yeah, is in it. Tyler Black. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It features a bunch of people who were, I think, isn't X-Pac also in it? I think X-Pac is in it. Yeah. Sean yeah, Waltman. So it, it features a lot of people who are either, you know, legends of the time or becoming legends. So I think Jack Evans is in it. Jack like Evans is Jack everywhere, Evans. dude. Jack Evans. So he's everywhere though. So, I so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hyped to watch it. I, I don't know a thing about it other than it's kind of crazy sometimes. So yeah, and I'm, we I'm love great. We love crazy here on the podcast. Uh, yes, so before we get into the fun stuff with the watch long, as always, we are back this week with AEW and NXT reviews, but Taylor, I know you're going to get into it. Um, when you talk about NXT, but yeah, it's kind of a lull period in wrestling right now. We were spoiled the past few months, but um, that brings me mm-hmm. to AEW Dynamite. So let's breeze through this. Uh, Adam Page and Brian Cage. It rhymes, makes for a nice match as well. And these guys opened the show this week on Dynamite. I happened to get off of work right when Dynamite 
right when this finish happened. So I pretty much opened my door, turned on TNT, and saw um, Cage hit his moonsault, uh, not Cage, uh, Adam Page hit his moonsault, and then Hangman was starting to build more offense again. Cage cuts him off, and that was pretty much the story of the match from what I heard, and picks him up for the drill claw, and Brian Cage wins clean. So I did not expect that because Hangman had been on a on a winning streak, as the commentators were saying. And I don't know. I, I don't know why you'd feed Hangman to Cage if it's not for a rivalry. So I guess there's a lot to be desired, you know? Yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and just put my hands up. I was telling Andrew before the podcast, but I have not watched Dynamite. I watched it last week, to be fair, but before that, I think it had been a few weeks. So I'm really out of touch on the storylines. Last week, you um, didn't miss much. Yeah. Well, I think I did watch last week, and I think I realized that I didn't miss much. This week, so, this week was like a in-betweener. It was like a mix of good and bad. So I pretty yeah, much I think, stayed covering the good. From what I know, Team Taz is in this very strange spot right now. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, they can't feud with Darby and Sting anymore, so now Cage is a nice guy, kind of? Cage and, is like a softy, and then like everyone else is feuding with Christian. Yeah. Which is weird. Odd. And and the the trend of Taz just shouting at everything continues later in the show. Well, that's a that's a positive. Yeah, it is a positive. Absolutely, it, it gets my roommates to pop whenever they hear Taz come out yelling. They're like, "Oh shit, Taz is here!" <laughs> so that brings us to the next match, which was the Young Bucks and uh, SSP, aka Matt and Mike Seidel. Uh, the Bucks are absolute nerds, and they're so weird to me right now. And my my roommate Drew, who doesn't they're, watch they're wrestling at all, insufferable. They are. They're and, insufferable. And they're heels, right and I get it. Like, but not even, not no. even in an entertaining they're way. Di- they're dickheads on social media. It's not yeah. even like a character. Like, I think MJF is more tolerable than the Bucks are right now on Twitter. That's saying something. Yeah. Well, the, 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 you also had this. The, I mean, we might touch the on this a little later. outfit's too um, ill. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they had this thing come out like. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Did you see the Chelsea Green drama? Uh, n- no. I try to, I try okay, to well, not look at all that shit. We could, do an entire, we could do an entire segment on Chelsea Green's drama this week because, oh, she's done a lot. So, first thing that came out was um, this artist. She used this artist's, like, work without crediting them. And the artist, like, kindly messaged her, like, very nice. Was like, hey, like, I saw you use this thing. Don't mind if you use it. Could you please credit me? And she goes, I'll delete it. That was it. And then she blocked the person. Wow. And... The artist was like, what the fuck? Like, that's such a, like, dick move. You and someone else brought up that... Someone else brought up that the, the Young Bucks had done exactly that same thing to them. Uh, that basically said, like, the Young Bucks were like, you should be thanking us for having the opportunity to take pictures of us. And it was, like, not even in character. Like, Chelsea it was a Green thing. to AEW confirmed. <laughs> I mean... Birds of a feather, it, right? Uh, Maybe. I mean, it wouldn't know. shock me. Yeah. But yeah, basically they're pieces of shit. Gotcha. So, yeah. and they're awful. Ro- and Roger now that. they're just, I guess, being themselves. Hmm. Yeah. And the Bucks, <clears throat> the Bucks are just, I, I, I hate them. And like my roommate, Drew, who doesn't watch wrestling at all or didn't before I moved to Nashville, he pretty much was like, God, they were off as baby faces too. Now I just really hate them. <laughs> And that was a good way to kind of put it because, you know, us, us wrestling fans, sometimes we get so in the weeds about how to describe things that it was refreshing to hear my non-wrestling fan pretty much to, to say, yeah, even though they're heels, the Bucks just kind of suck. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know who needed to hear that. But uh, there's a big debate on wrestling Twitter this past week over the Bucks being good or not. But that's another debate. Um, it's been a debate on wrestling Twitter every oh, week. Oh, but for it the got past, like brought like, up, and I think the opposition. I think the opposition got a lot stronger in the past couple months. Like like the people who argue that the Bucks are overrated. Yeah. Um, for me, dude, it's just in the middle right now, and I just don't really care to see them on my television. But this match was good. It was fine. The outcome was never really in doubt, and that's the thing with the Young Bucks having the tag titles is like they're gonna fucking win. I have no, you know what I mean. A lot of a lot of the mystique to the match dies because I know who's going over. Yeah, when, I mean, when, when, it, when it's the Bucks, everything. when it's the Bucks, like if it's Roman, great. I know Roman's gonna fucking do something that's gonna keep my eyes glued to the television the whole time. Even Kenny, to a degree, at least I know his matches will be fast. But the Bucks, it's like. I'm not really excited for your match either because you kind of put on the same fucking match every week. You, yeah, for the last, like, five years. <laughs> yep, yeah. And, like, uh, it was cool in 2018 when they did it in Japan and shit, but I don't know. Um, either way, after the match, SCU come out, and they're like, all right, we want our shot now, even though four months ago we started this angle. Uh, <laughs> so the, 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 I guess the next setup is SCU versus the Bucks for the title. And if SCU loses, they will have to disband. So very, well, very right. It's been a great career for SCU. It um, has. And I'm excited to see what they do with singles competitors. Yeah, I want to see Chris Daniels at least ride out the last good years of his career solo. That'd be nice. As a kid who grew up I watching mean, him in TNA, you know? Um, but I mean, he's, he's not what he used to be, but he's still good. He's Chris, Christopher fucking Daniels. He's still good. It's like how AJ slowed down, but he's still good. You know, uh, they are not in the same. Don't no, even it's a false equivalence. It's a sentence. false equivalence. It is, but I'm just going to move on before I dig myself a deeper okay. hole, Taylor. <laughs> so this brings us to orange Cassidy and Penta. And I love Alex Abrahantes with, uh, Penta so Me so too. much. It has just evolved so well over the past few weeks, and now he's coming out with this dripped out white and black hoodie and these <laughs> gloves, and he's like got this swagger to him now. And seeing Alex Abrahantes come into this role has been amazing because he was entertaining on BTE, and I was like, when are they gonna put this guy on television? And hey, here he is now. This is a good match. This is a good match. Orange Cassidy and Penta obviously have a uh, very. Uh, differentiating style from each other and Penta's I'm a mark for Penta I'm a mark for uh, Phoenix as well and Orange Cassidy it's good to see him wrestling solo again so uh this was a good match and it ends up being clouded in interference when Abrahantes tries to get involved he had gotten uh Penta the win last week but Trent comes out is the equalizer the microphone Abrahantes was using to talk shit is then picked up by Orange Cassidy who delivers an orange punch with the mic to Penta for the win. I like this best friends in death triangle feud. Cool. I like it. I think, I think both of these teams yeah. are very entertaining best friends. I got to say, as that Miro feud went on, they grew on me, grew on me a lot. And uh, so, yeah, I don't really have much else to say other than, all right, what's next? Cool. That's like the, the, the kind of the epitome of like this time in wrestling right now. That was like, all right, what's next? Mm -hmm. That post mania lull, post takeover. Uh, AEW has blood and guts net next week, so that's awesome. Uh, I'm very excited. Isn't it just like one match? Uh, it's the it's the show. show. 
Uh, I think there are a couple matches because I know well, I'll get to it later. But Kenny and Michael Nakazawa <laughs> are teaming up against Moxley and Eddie Kingston next week. So <laughs> is that <sighs> you couldn't you couldn't give them uh, just, just the good brothers? No. Ah, crickets. So okay. this brings me to another positive of the show. This was probably my favorite thing on the show, to be honest. Um, the inner circle and pinnacle parlay, which I had very low hopes for because we know Chris Jericho loves his really long segments. Um, but this was really good. This was a great uh, segment where both of the teams traded jabs with each other. You had Spears pretty much saying like, oh, your team's weak. You're not willing to die in that ring to win. We are. Spears said that? Yeah, Spears actually, cut a, Spears actually cut a decent promo. Good for you, Sean Spears. But then Sammy Guevara absolutely buried him right afterwards and said that Spears is a failure here in AEW. And you were a fucking failure where you worked the last Oh, boom. Shots fired. Uh, call wrong. a spade a spade, right? Um, somehow, I guess uh, Tony says the pinnacle has won the parlay. I guess there was a coin toss just in the middle of the shit talking. And the pinnacle will get the war games advantage. I'm just going to call it what it is. War games. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll throw in a little William Regal, Regal war games in there or something. I don't know. But um, either way, they keep trading shots. Uh, FTR and Santana Ortiz are trading shots at each other verbally. Then MJF gets the mic and says that he wanted to thank Chris Jericho because that's all Chris Jericho wanted since the inception of AEW was a thank you. And uh, he puts over Jericho making the inner circle a thing and you know taking AEW into the da- into the into the spotlight of TNT and all that. But. Uh, he says the pressure that it's put on Chris Jericho, you can see it. You can see that that you are just carrying this company on your shoulders. And I want that for me and my family, MJF says. And come blood and guts, he's going to do Chris Jericho a real solid favor and take that burden off. And then Jericho delivers with a really good line here. And babyface Chris Jericho, at the age of 50 years old, with the shit he said on Twitter and on his podcast, hard to win me over here, dude. But... He says he's earned his spot and he's done all that shit. Unlike MJF, who's a little trust fund baby with his daddy's bank account or something like that. I thought that was a really good bar. Uh, <laughs> and that uh, MJF just can't take that responsibility. You got to earn it. And the only way you'll have to do that, MJF, is you'll have to beat him at blood and guts. And the inner circle is blood and guts, though. So you ain't going to do shit. And you will have to kill us in order to win. And then Jericho says it, yet, says it again, staring MJF right in the face. You are going to have to kill us in order to win. And the segment ends with a very tense stare down. Stare down not a punch thrown, though. I thought that was very old school. This felt very WCW, 1985, you know, classic what you'd want to build towards a blood and gut slash war games match. I loved it. I thought it was very cool. I'm very excited for this match. Taylor, did I sell so, you? Let did me, I sell let you? Me, yeah, let me, let me just get this straight. So, Blood and Guts is Dynamite next week? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. Yeah, it's Dynamite special. Maybe you know, I'll watch it. <laughs> I, I'll watch it. I, I mean, I mean, hey, I got to cover it. <laughs> but um, True. that was great. That was probably the highlight of the show for me. But then um, afterwards, Eddie Kingston calls out Omega. And he says, fuck your match you made for me earlier in the night. I am not taking on Michael Nakazawa. Are you kidding me? And AEW is doing a good job in this segment because they're actually acknowledging that Nakazawa is a jobber and that he shouldn't be in the ring with Kingston. 
And, you know, that it's a little bit of, a, you know, you're kind of putting Nakazawa in a box. He's a very talented performer, but, you know, call it, it, call it what it is. Um, but uh, <laughs> Omega's like, fuck no, I'm not giving you a match. I got some goons I'm going to bring out. All right, send out Nakazawa. Nakazawa gets his ass kicked by Kingston. All right, uh, send out Cutler. Where's Cutler? And then uh, Cutler gets tossed into frame like uh, Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when Uncle Phil kicks him out. The ah! <laughs> and uh, Moxley comes out, bum rushes Omega, and uh, they're about to pilmanize Kenny's arm. I mean, Kenny's leg. Don Callis comes out, says, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And I thought it was going to be uh, uh, Kingston saying, I want to take on Omega for the title because, God damn, I want that. Instead, he says, give us a tag match, Omega and Nakazawa, against me and Mox. Okay. See you next week when I'll be taking a shit during that match. Sure. And I love Moxley, and I love Kingston, and Omega's great. But why? Why? Why would you do that just so Moxley and Kingston can pick up a dub if I'm putting on my Booker hat here? God, you'll never see ECCW doing shit like this. <laughs> or, 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 you know, just ignoring our women's division, too. But, hey, uh, it's getting better. It's getting better. So before well, I ran... We didn't even have, we didn't have an episode last week, so we didn't even talk about how amazing Ty Conti was. Ty Conti and, and Sheeta, that was an awesome match. So, I, yeah, let's give a little nod to Sheeta and Ty Conti because they put on a hell of a match. And, Ty, you're going to be a multi-time women's champion. For sure. Multi-time. Her and Anna J, both. Yes. Uh, all right, cool. So, Taz is backstage pissed off, talking about Christian Cage refuting the group. And Christian comes up and says, you talking shit, bro? And basically says, doesn't matter if he turned down Taz, because Taz is just leeching off a of Cage. He's leeching off of Starks and Hobbs. <clears throat> and that uh, he says that Taz is jealous that Christian did come back out of retirement from injury, and Taz couldn't. Ooh. 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 I want to see Taz put Christian in the Katahaja, man. <laughs> but um, make it. I, I like this feud. I like this feud, though. I do. I just wish he would like kind of pick. Uh, I, guess, I, I guess like you know when you feud with one of them, you feud with all of them for Team Taz. And I guess the final boss will be Brian Cage, because that's why Christian and Brian haven't faced off yet, or have they? No, they haven't. No, he faced uh, Hobbs. I think Starks is next. Hobbs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Will Hobbs is also a star, absolute stud. Um, this brings us to Chris Statlander and Penelope Ford, which was a very fun match. It was, it was good. Orange Cassidy coming out with Chris Statlander. Again, I love that they're using Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Uh, Tony, I don't know how you did that. I don't know how much money you're paying, but, uh, thanks for doing that. Um, in the end, I was eating dinner during this match, but, uh, <laughs> I was watching TV the whole time and my eyes were entertained. I couldn't really hear the commentary, but, um, in the end, Statlander folds forward in half with a big bang theory. Good finisher here, too. I like that finisher. After uh, Sabian tried to get intervened, he tried to intervene, but uh, Orange Cassidy stopped that. Cool. Uh, I guess th that's the end of that feud. I wonder what's next for best friends uh, and Statlander, at least. Probably try to build her back up. But I'm going to Yeah, I think that's probably the move. I all right. Let's see how quick I can get through this. Ready? <laughs> Nightmare yeah. Factory. Versus or Nightmare Factory. Nightmare Family versus the Factory Trios. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Factory win. <laughs> and then 
Oh yeah. Oh, the fact the factory actually came out on the Nightmare Express, which is I guess Cody's Lex Express. So fucking stupid. So dumb. Cody, get your head out of your ass. And in the end, QT Marshall goes to board it back up. Oh, it's Cody inside the van, which gets zero reaction from anyone that isn't a wrestler because they probably have a gun to their head because they have to cheer Cody. Cody Rhodes has probably soured on me more than any wrestler in the past couple of months. And it's just because he's being Cody Rhodes. Taylor, you've seen it. Yeah. You've seen my disdain for Cody grow. And just, ugh, dude, fucking hell. You don't have to do this. uh, Cody, you're better than this. The Nightmare Express looks like something that a bunch of January 6th guys would have written up. The letter letter after uh, (laughs) P. The letter after P, yeah. Those people. Either way. Yeah. Oh, dude, just Cody, get the fuck out of this feud, dude. Honestly, man, what are you doing? So this brings us to the main event, which uh, was very good. It's Darby Allen defending the TNT title for the fifth week in a row. It's his ninth defense against, oh, shit. Was it uh, Preston Vance or was it 10? <laughs> Is it bad that I forgot? Don't ask me. Oh, God, I need to look this up. He faced a member of the Dark Order, and I didn't have it in my notes. God damn it, Andrew. Either way, this was a hell of a match, and it turns out Darby Allen wins with the good old Bret Hart finish, you know, the good old submission into a, into a pinning combination, that good stuff. And then afterwards, oh, during the match, actually, Ethan Page comes out and gets involved. And I'm like, okay, yeah, so this is definitely Darby's next like, long-term feud. But um, yeah, so Ethan Page gets involved afterwards, and then Scorpio Sky comes out. And the Dark Order had embraced with Darby, and they had been gone by then. So Darby Allen faced... Off against, I've been scrolling and vamping for time this whole time. Preston Vance, yes, ten. They're the same fucking person. Oh my god! <laughs> I did not catch that. I'm uh, actually sorry. I was. This is actually Andrew. I was just brain dead. That is an Andrew all-time blunder on the podcast. And guess what, everybody? You get to hear it. Ten and Fred. I spent that whole time fretting. Fretting live. Well, fuck it. We'll do it live. We're live, pal. Uh, So, Darby rolls up 10, wins. Uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page come out afterwards, and they uh, attack Sting and Darby Allen. They get Sting in a kind of like a heel hook, leg lock kind of thing, and they're beating up on Darby and Sting until Dark Order and Preston Vance come back out and make the save. So, you kind of got a little TNT title feud picture with a... That weird alliance between Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky uh, with Sting and Darby Allen as well. And then you have the Dark Order lingering around there too. I, I, again, my, 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 my main question, I guess, coming out of this Dynamite that never got answered is, what are you doing with Page? Why are you building him up on Elevation and Dark? And then, I don't know. It's like Hangman Page is, is clearly the choice in the distant not so distant but not near future in my opinion to take the title off Kenny and I get it like you want to keep Cage looking strong but I feel like they've been doing Hangman Page dirty since the dawn of AEW yeah he's kind of like the member of the elite who well first off he was 
He was always kind he's of better a, than Cody. He's better ex- than Cody. He's better than Cody. Yeah. I don't know who needs to well, hear it. He's better than Cody. He was kind of an exterior member of the elite, even when he was in it. Yeah. And then now he's here and he was kind of a, you know, he was a founding member of the company and he was he in the world title felt, match. He still felt like an exterior member of the main event scene or just the whole company too. Like that's since he's dumb. been there, even though you gotta he's, know what you got. And that's the thing with Dynamite. Like one of the, the fan favorite. I, I yeah. at this point you could probably he's say over he's like the Rover. Fan favorite. He is over like Rover, dude. But um yeah, like a big problem with me in AEW sometimes is I feel like sometimes they don't know what they got, you know. Mm-hmm. And like Sting is a good example of that because if they really knew how to utilize Sting, he wouldn't be out there talking to Shivani every fucking two weeks. Yeah. And likewise, I guess they're they're doing a lot of like retroactive booking, you know, where. They get through the week, and then they book just based off of last week. And yes, there's long-term stuff there, but it's like sometimes that just path to getting there is just really confusing. And WWE may have their flaws, Monday Night Raw as a whole, but they they, they don't kind of come across the same pitfalls as Dynamite does, you know? And that's for a reason. <clears throat> WWE is, is the league, you know? Yeah, I think and Dynamite... I think- is it's weird because dynamite's good it's good don't get me wrong i enjoy watching it but it's it's, something's just kind of off axis you know and it's not because and it's not because there's not a crowd there the the viewing experience of dynamite to me since since i would say february before revolution is has just felt off I just don't know. My my take on it is I think they they've relied too much on stables. And okay, I'm yeah, all for yeah. I'm all for stables and it's good in New Japan. But New Japan is a different format. It's not a television show. It's, it's it's a combat. More, it's combat. Yeah, it's a combat. It's competition. League. Yeah, and when every single person is in a stable, then it really limits the kind of storylines you can do. I also feel like the ranking system. Again, we harp on it all the time, but like I've actually got. I've I think a ranking system can work. I think it's but, gotten better. I think it's gotten better too. But still, some of the things is like. That's that still feels like to an extent they're trying to take something from New Japan. I don't know what, but feels like I don't think so. I well, don't think well, maybe it's, maybe it's just that whole competition aspect, though. I feel like they're doing it, but the context behind it is missing. A lot of the time, the storylines or whatever happens in the ring doesn't fill in the blanks. Yeah, I think you could do more. I think it's they would be better off with a ranking system and less stables than like there is just no reason to have any stables outside of Team Taz, Dark Order, the Elite. That's all you need. Maybe I would even you could even say that Team Taz you don't need. Ah, they're entertaining though, dude. I gotta say they're entertaining. Throw Taz with Hobbs. Throw Taz with one of them instead of three of or yeah. four of them. 
and they're trying to like you. Yeah, that's that's that, that's the problem with built with with stables. To your point, is like it's hard. I get it. it's a good way you want to build up multiple people, but then if you try to build everybody up, you're building nobody up. Sometimes. Yeah, that's really it's not the a fucking pin. attitude era, dude. It's not the attitude era. Can't get away with doing DQ finishes and countouts every week. Yeah, keep people and strong. Having, having every single match have a massive post-match brawl that involves yes. two or three stables. And we're seeing this on Raw, too, with fucking Mason T-Bar as well. They're just getting DQ and count-out victories. And I get it. They're the shithead heels and stuff. But, like, that's, that's a big thing. Stables and wrestling right now as well are just, like, too many. There, is, there are a, a The inner circle should not few. be around. If I'm being no, honest. Not anymore. Pinnacle doesn't need to exist. Pinnacle, Pinnacle doesn't need to exist. Pinnacle MJF doesn't, can be perfectly good on his own with, with uh, Wardlow. I'm not complaining that it's here, though. I'm not complaining that the Pinnacle's here. I, I just can't stand when they try to do, like, okay, you're, you're, you're going to try to lump all these unknown dark talent AEW Dark and Dark Elevation talent into a stable, and then you're going to put them in a feud with Cody Rhodes, and suddenly people are going to care? That is the biggest indictment on the stables right now to me, is the sh- th- that. They're trying to just throw stables against, I guess, a wall and just see if it sticks or if they get over without really doing anything to push it forward. Sometimes. Yeah. It's just, it's, stables are severely hindering this project at the moment. Yeah, Dynamite, yeah, you can count them on, you probably need two, more than two hands to count the amount of groups. But, yeah, it's a good Dynamite, it's just, again, Dynamite's just missing a little something. It's like, it's like you know, when you, you, cook, you cook chicken, you're like, shit, I need a little extra seasoning next time. That's the shit. Oh, wow, that's the morning podcast talking right now. <laughs> I sound like Colin Cowherd trying to give these fucking analogies, so I'm going to stop. And Taylor, now you want to get to NXT? Uh, equally, probably hype-wise, same level as Dynamite, but, you know, NXT never disappoints. Very rarely. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I do want to, to like preface this with kind of just a, a, a talking point for me right now, not just with NXT, but with kind of all wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's that... I've I've found myself being not super interested in matches if they don't have some kind of storyline component with them. So like I, I if you saw my notes, usually I take a lot of notes, even like on matches and stuff. And this week I have very few notes on on NXT. So because it, it just I feel like there's a lot of storylines that aren't really I'm not interested in them. And that makes me less interested in wanting to see. There also what aren't happens. a lot of just straight up one on one storylines at the moment in NXT. Yeah. Or Dynamite. Or. Yeah. I guess SmackDown is starting to shape back up. But yeah, you're right. Well, here's the, th- the, th- the problem with the main roster right now is instead of deciding, okay, WrestleMania is over, let's do a bunch of new storylines, they have decided we are going to rehash all of the storylines that we were using. We're going to do run- a classic WWE, stretch it out, and I'm making yeah, the movement with my hands. Night three stretch it out. at Backlash. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> so I've not even been watching main roster. It's not even worth my time. No, so. me neither, dude. I-, I-, I caught SmackDown maybe 20 minutes of it mm-hmm. last week. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, NXT is starting to pick back up and, and find its legs again. Yeah. Um, Post-takeover, lull. 
Yeah, starting with uh, the women's division, we have we had last week we had the debut of Saray, who I I thought that match was amazing. She looks like a just fireball. Like Good. she was hitting so hard for her size and her appearance as well. Like I just did not expect that out of her, and I am super excited to see how she continues to develop in in the women's division. Um, first off, we had. Um, I think it was Dakota and Mercedes facing off. Uh, we know that Mercedes Martinez is going to be the next challenger for Raquel's championship. It, um, directly I, into my veins, please. Yes. Yeah. Feed we, we me know in. that'll be, that'll be good. Um, but yeah, Dakota struggling with Mercedes the whole match. And then Raquel is like, you know what? I'm done with this. And she just absolutely destroys Martin, Mercedes. <laughs> just beats the absolute piss out of her. Hey, you got to um, soften up your opponent, you know? Yeah, but and there's, there's they're, fight, and they're fighting they're, next week. You're right. That is next week. Yeah. I didn't even write down. They're not even head to head anymore. And NXT still like, fuck you, dynamite. Well, I mean, you, the thing is you have to do some of these matches because takeovers are so infrequent at the yeah, moment. So. Yeah. Um, so, but I do notice this pattern that, you know, Raquel having to come to Dakota's rescue and what what had it like. There's definitely that is going to keep on building until Raquel breaks and just destroys Dakota. Beats her up. I don't know when it'll happen. I thought it would happen much sooner after Mania, but I'm thinking it might get drawn out into the summer because I think they could really turn Dakota into the this super baby face in, yeah. in the NXT women's division. So, and, um, and she's been, she had a hell of a 2020 too. Yeah. And we know like everyone likes her. There's everyone loves Dakota. Like, like Dakota. Everyone so, loves her. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I'm excited to see eventually it's going to happen, but we'll, we'll see what the timing is. Um, next we had a, a backstage interview with Shotzi and Amber moon, but the, Notable part was not the interview. It was they were delivered flowers while while they were talking to Frankie Monet. She also was there. Still hasn't wrestled, but she's there. Um, they're delivered flowers, and it says that they are from Dexter Loomis, Ooh. who is trying to Index. break up Index. Index. No! Someone is trying to undermine These Index, bastards. and we know who it is. It's who Candace, but yeah, of still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, as predicted, who would dare do that? And we we get more of that. Could be in the someone show, from I'll, the way. No way. Uh, I I will touch on that when we get there. Um, next, we have a, a showdown between uh, Grizzled Young Vets and Thatcher and Trampa. That match will be. There's still a team. Amazing. Yeah. So I I cannot. I'm, I don't know when that's happening, but good. And they do the uh, shoes off if you hate Gibson thing. Uh, which, you know, that's big in the UK. Um, Didn't know that. Next, we have Tony Tony Storm uh, trying to build herself back up after losing to Zoe Stark uh, at the TakeOver pre-show. Um, so she's facing uh, Zeta Ramir, is I, I, her name, I believe, um, who is a, new, a newcomer in NXT. Uh, from what I know, the people have talked about her. She's insanely athletic. Um, and definitely has an incredibly bright future. Um, obviously, Tony is beating her up in this match. It's it's a basically a squash match. But then at the end, um, Zoe Stark comes out, uh, starts 
John with, with Tony. Tony gets distracted. Uh, Zeta pushes her off the top rope and hits a shooting star press. God I don't damn. think I've ever seen a woman hit a, sh- a shooting star press. Hits it clean and gets the pin over Tony Storm. Um, yeah, I did not expect I, that at all. Yeah, at all. Yeah, a, a huge win for Zeta Ramirez. We, we don't know if this and that is That was the moment I started watching in NXT a little more intently. I was like, oh shit, really? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah, right, good so, for her. The beginning definitely. Uh, I predicted. I mean, it's not like she's going to go straight to the top, no. but it's it'll be a, an introductory thing. That Triple H was like, "Hey, look at what we've got over like here." Like between and, her, Zaya Lee, Sir, uh, Sir I, and Zoe Stark, they're building mm-hmm. a whole new crop of talent for this women's division. Yeah, they and, they're, and they're all really good. Yeah, <laughs> they're all this, really this good. Division, this division is going to be very deep. Women's I mean, uh, women's wrestling just evolving right in front of our eyes. We love you, it. You could you could move on Raquel, Dakota, and Io to the main roster, and the 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 division would still be crazy deep because remember, oh, we yeah. still have oh um, yeah easily we still have I can't remember their their uh, WWE names, but Priscilla Kelly is still there. Um, oh, they just got Ty of Valkyrie too. Um, oh, Jan- yeah. oh, what's it, but Monet something? Monet? Frankie Monet. Yeah. Frankie Monet. Yeah. Um, the dog. There's another girl who was who came in with Priscilla Kelly. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, so those WWE they're, they're, stays having the best women's division on the yes, planet, particularly sure. NXT. Um. Next match we have. Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory. This is a match that Theory uh, organized last week. I feel uh, like I've seen Johnny's, this match before. I think it's because we have. Oh. Um, but uh, to Johnny's chagrin, um, Theory organizes this match, and he says if, if Bronson can beat Austin Theory, then he gets another shot at Johnny's U.S. title, and uh, he wasn't super excited about that. But Great. The match happens, and uh, fine match uh at the end um you know indy is you know watching the match dejected because of uh, she's seen that the breakup you know <laughs> she's seen that set dexter sent flowers to to two women that that weren't her and yeah. dexter comes out and he he's like following her around the ring and she's trying to get away baby and then, wait and then she gets in the ring and he gets up on the apron and when she's <laughs> in the ring in the ring she goes shut up you talk too much. <laughs> I thought that was so yeah, funny. Yeah, and Dexter's just staring he's at just her, staring not saying her. anything. Then, um, as she's about to get hit by Austin Theory. That's a Botchamania she, clip, too. That's a Botchamania bite right there. So, yeah. Matthew, use it. <laughs> yeah, so um, as she's about to get hit by Austin Theory from a reversal from Reed, uh, Dexter Lewis pushes her out of the way, takes the shot for her, falls to the ground. True love. Um, True love. But this distracts Theory enough. Uh, for Bronson Reed to take advantage, hit the tsunami, and get the win. So he will have a shot at Johnny Gargano's North American Championship. I don't know if it's next week, but in the very near future. I fucking love Dexter Loomis. He rules. I... Me too. He's and just awesome. The way is, He's awesome. The way in general is just. Oh, the way is the funniest awesome. thing on on NXT. They're the yeah. funny. Uh, My- just speaking of good stables, good. they are the only good stable right now. Johnny, Maybe Gar- Dark Order, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, respectively, are 1997 Shawn Michaels broken into two people. 
Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you have mm-hmm. you have the Mr. Takeover kind of whiny bitchy aspect of Sean and Johnny. And then in Adam Cole, you have the guy who politicked his way to the top and it has all yeah. the talent to back it up. I, I that's just a little yeah. side tangent, a little a little thought that's been like like been uh in my head the past couple weeks. I'm like, yeah, wow, mm-hmm. Sean's really producing more of the product, isn't he? Yeah, sometimes because old Sean is so aware of him being a jackass now. Yeah, and he probably he, he probably thought would be like, wow, that'd be great on TV because mm-hmm. it would. Um, yeah, moving. If we have an uh, ECCW, if we have an ECCW character, sorry, sorry, Taylor, to cut you off. If we if I get to book some ECCW shit, I'm just booking '97 Sean Michaels, the whole thing, <laughs> <laughs> the whole year. Uh, just his first promo is, "I've just lost my smile." Yeah, that we're starting with that one, and then at the end, he screws someone out of the world title. Boom, there we go. That'll honestly, that the production should just be my, That should just that should just be me. Yeah, you're you're gonna be that '97 should, Sean Michaels, and I'm yeah, gonna be Triple I, H, and I'll get buried for it. Yeah. I will happily bury you and pedigree you in the ring. That no, I said, I, I said, hesitate. I'll be triple H. <laughs> I said, I'm getting buried for when you... I, I don't care. I will still pedigree you in the ring. You motherfucker. All right. Yes. That'll be settled at another day. Yes. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, another way match. I don't know if this was exactly right after this because anyways, um, there was another way match. Um, uh, no, no, the way we're not in the match. No, they weren't. My notes are not correct. It's this fine. is wrong. It had women's tag action. This is oh yeah. Oh yeah, because Aaliyah was there. Aaliyah. Yeah, was, Aaliyah. Aaliyah was there very briefly. But Aaliyah was there. That's You love Aaliyah. I'm a big Aaliyah fan. She's a she's a very good wrestler. For the entire existence of it. She, she's she's very good at what she does. <laughs> is she? Loses. What's she, what does she do? She's very good at losing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But she appears, and that's what matters. Anyways, um, they're about to have a match with uh, Shotzi and Ember for the tag titles, I believe. Uh, to make up for a match that got canceled uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, and before that can get started, the way they come out and they attack Shotzi and Ember, you can see the fire in Indy's eyes as oh. she's taking it out on them. Um, and wanting to get her man back. They're, they're trying to take her man, and she's, she's trying to get payback for that. Um, so that's a quick segment. Then we have another quick segment of Adam Cole getting interviewed by ESPN's Arash Markazi. Um, just, you know, healing it up as usual. Uh, saying he doesn't have time for this shit, that kind of thing. Um, at the end, though, you get an image of Kyle O'Reilly watching this uh, in a dark room at the Performance Center. I don't know why. I don't know why they did that part. I thought they were kind yeah. of done. And I was hoping Kyle was doing new things, but um, I guess not. I don't. I don't know what it could be. Nothing could be yeah. nothing, but we'll see. Um, there was no Roderick Strong this week, so we still don't know what's going on with him. Um, and finally, came to the main event: uh, Legado del Fantasma versus MSK and Kushida. This in a shit ruled. Man. This uh, shit yeah, of rocked. Course it did. Of course it did. Yeah, but yeah. it fucking ruled. And I should say. They made Legato look strong as Oh, fuck. my God. Yeah. My man they, Santos fucking Escobar, baby. Both Santos and, and, and uh, Wild and, Wild and Mendoza yeah. just beating the absolute hell out of MSK and Kushida. Um, Kushida gets thrown through the announce table. The MSK are getting bounced off of things on the outside, on the taking crazy double-team moves on the inside. And eventually Legato just wreck everyone 
and pin MSK. Yeah, they put Kushida through the table, right? Yes, as I said. Yes. Um, I think I said it. Maybe it didn't come through. My internet's being really shitty, folks. So if it's not coming through, then we're trying. Too bad. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that. That's how they end the show. So we're gonna see Legato facing MSK. We so we we got three title matches set up in this show. So there must be plenty of big week coming up. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess is it all gonna happen next week or is it? I think I don't. I'm not exactly sure. I know. I know Raquel and Mercedes is happening, and I think I think the NXT ta- women's tag is happening as well. I, uh, as for the tag and the North American, not too sure. But hey, it's NXT. I'll be I'll be watching, especially now they're on, they're on separate days. You know. Yeah, Legato, dude. Yeah, unfortunately, Le- my Wednesdays are usually busy, so I can't watch Dynamite. But <laughs> yeah, um, dude, Legato, you want to talk about a glow up in the past year? Holy shit, do these guys look awesome! Like, yeah. like just in terms of like, not only, not only the presentation of them, but like the booking, their work, like their matches. All, every time Legato or Santos has a match, I watch because it's fun. They're great wrestlers. Oh my god, I I have to. We we I almost and now they're a big fucking deal. The, I almost forgot one of the highlights of this entire episode. Go ahead. And that was the Cameron Grimes segment. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. You should bring this up. It was so great. So, Cameron Grimes is shopping for a nice new watch at some rinky-dinky strip mall Not, jewelry store. You, you think he's at Alamance Crossing in Burlington? But he could have been. Could have been. Could have been. He could have been. Um, for all I know. Um, but yeah, he, he's shopping for a new watch, and. He's, um, you know, he's got his nice, he's picked one out. He's, he's like, oh, yeah, this is the nicest watch in the store. And then you see someone come up next yeah, to him and say, that's a nice watch. But, but this one's a million dollars. And you look up, <laughs> it's the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And he says, damn you, Ted DiBiase. And damn it, Ted. I love that they... I love that they they had that in. I want that, them to pull. Um, I don't know. I want them to pull what Dynamite does and stick Ted with Cameron. Do yeah, it. I do look, it. I don't know how. Do it. I don't know if it's going to be a thing. Triple H. It's a one-time thing. Do it. I'm I'm so here for that it. That would be so fucking cool, dude. Cameron Grimes flanked by Ted DiBiase. That would be so baller. Yeah. I love it. It would be. So yeah, let, let's it. let's see where that goes. Yeah, We're man. also going to get a Leon Ruff and uh, Shane Strickland Falls Count anyway. Okay, I got yes, those that's next, next Tuesday week. up. Yeah, we yeah, go that. ahead. Yep. That's next week. Yep. And then the Women's Tag Team Championship Street Fight. Ooh, Ooh a street fight and a Falls Count Anywhere match. What's the difference? The world may never know. Well, one of them has Falls That Count Anywhere. Street fight. Street doesn't. fights, though. It's a street fight. It can end on the road. I don't think it can. It's a street fight. I think it has to end in the ring. Boo. All right, Mr. Mr. Rules, Mr. Wrestling Observer over here. Oh, um, by the way, you're, the the women's title match is two weeks. Oh, now, the women's title. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, either way, I'm I'm excited. Either way, yes. But okay. anyways, let's move on now, people, to the main attraction. We are not on the cock this time, but we are loading up YouTube. So click that link in the description of the podcast and fire up Wrestling Society X Episode 1. But Andrew, it's 37 minutes long. No, it ain't. 
We'll just be watching the show afterwards. If you want to watch the extras, feel free to. If I love it, and Taylor and I love it, I might watch it when we stop airing. Who knows? But Taylor, Wrestling Society X, a wacky show uh, with a lot of wacky promises that uh, I saw on the internet. So are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to do ready it. Ready for some Wrestling up. Society X, pulling it up. Zero zero is the mark where we're going, people. I have zero expectations for this. I, I've not watched anything from Wrestling Society X. It is based purely off of word of mouth or Twitter. Um, but we hope you guys are excited as we are. So, Taylor, on the count of three, we will go on three. Let's do it. Wrestling Society X episode one in one, two, three. Oh, damn, that's loud. That's that real is very loud. loud. Turning that down. Good thing on the podcast, it'll be like negative 45 decibels anyways. Who? Chris Kloss. Who? And Brett Ernst. This looks exactly like the temple. Yeah. Maybe they filmed it in the same spot. It might, I, you know, I feel like I've heard that. And Those I'm, are I don't the same kind of intercoms that Elon has for broadcasting. Yeah. Oh, side down. Oh, let's F fucking oh go. I bet you all these matches are so fucking short, though, because it was a 30-minute TV show. Yeah. Death-defying stunts performed by insane professional wrestlers. Yo! Fire! Oh, oh fire! Let's go! Oh my god! What the hell is what the hell is happening? What is this? IWA champion? This is I am very intrigued. Takes a lot of guts to enter to pop music and wrestling. Oh, this tell, is like tell Grado like that. Early, this is early Matt Seidel. Yeah, it's 2005, I believe, is when this happened. Jack Evans. This, yeah, he's probably what, he got a big pop because they're in LA. I think. I'm gonna figure out where this was filmed. Okay. I just can't believe that Jack Evans is wearing that. <laughs> That's the most Jack Evans outfit ever. What are you I mean, talking about? I mean, about? it is, but like, but like, still, it doesn't make it any less confusing. Is that Chris Hero? That was Chris Hero. No, it wasn't. He said oh, it something like, about a guitar. Oh, like, I don't know. Oh, it's Zach Wild. <gasps> That's Ozzy Osbourne's guitar. Wait, is it actually? Yeah, Zach <laughs> Wild. He's a huge. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I am marking the fuck out, dude. All right, this is the greatest show on television already. Zach Wild, Super New Jersey, by the way. Oh, oh, okay, Jesus. Starting hot. Where was it filmed? It's a set. 
They uh, certainly did not waste any time in this match getting to the flippy shit. No, especially like, yeah, mid-2000s. This wasn't like popular to watch. No, 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 not at all. This was incredibly underground for the time. Oh, yeah. Which is probably why it looks like this is taking place underground. They're both two PWG guys as well. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. My oh, my God. Okay, Don West, great value. Calm down. <laughs> Dude, if Don West was on commentary, this would be a goaded show. He's got a set of balls. Again, Sojourner. Oh, my God. They call this the WSX Bunker. Is the location certainly that? Where the hell is it? Wow, it's like it's an unknown. It's like an unknown. Yeah, it's, it's a set in some LA. Set in LA. I mean, it looks same. so much like the Lucha Underground set. Jeez, he just yeah, he on the murdered back of him. Ski well. It's insane that Jack would that be a plancha? Would that be some form of plancha? What would you call that? It's a um, spring stand, spring, a springboard, moonsault, or some shit. Yeah. Or yeah, handstand, moonsault, handspring, 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 yeah. handspring, something or other. Yes, yes. Jack, your pockets are inside out. You might want to flip those back in. What the heck? How does he do these things? I don't understand. <laughs> he still does them. Oh, forearm. Pump handle driver! I love that move. One of my favorite moves yeah, ever. Yeah, that's, that's a Penta's finish. I know that name because it's one of my favorite finishes as well. What the fuck needed oh a stomach? God. Oh. Yeah, this is just like cocaine wrestling. Yeah, this is that is the perfect way of describing it from Co what I've seen so far. Cocaine wrestling. You know, they show ridiculousness for like 24 hours a day on MTV. They should definitely show this instead. Yeah, why isn't this a rerun? Like, I, I would have watched this so much growing up. What the fuck? Oh! Oh, shit! Oh. Let's go! Let's go, Zach. <laughs> That's some shit's a business getting her ass kicked. 630. Oh my goodness. What a match. I mean, that was something. Hey guys, we're not stopping after this because this ain't a match watch along. This is a show watch along. So remember, don't hit pause. What was that? Three minutes? Four minutes? I, I think it was. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, it was it was four minutes. That was an amazing four minute match. <laughs> Zach Wild was a great color commentator. I'm not gonna lie, he was really I good. Know what, I want to know what these dudes are doing now. Oh, like the commentators? Yeah. Probably working at a Kroger or a Walmart. <laughs> Local radio, maybe. Keeping it gangsta. Oh, who are these people? Yeah, let's see who these people are. D I F H. That was that was Tyler Black. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 
And that, is that um, Jimmy Jacobs with him? I think it is. Trailer Park Boys? Who are these guys? Uh, Dragon Gate. Is that Shima? I think that is, yeah. I Shima's think that's, awesome. Uh, I think that's um, uh, Stronghearts. Oh, my fucking God. That's incredible. Of course he's a part of this. We're not ECW. We're not ECW. Guys, we aren't ECW. New Jack! New Jack. <laughs> oh, boo. Get, get him. Oh, get this criminal off my television screen. I like how we both had the same reaction. I hope everyone at home booed Teddy Hart as well. Piece of shit. Chaos and Aguilera. Chaos looks like a WSX Rumble. Nick Diaz. <laughs> That's a bad thing. Which one of them has brain damage, or do they both? Probably both. I, I know Nate just says Nate is a meathead, class A meathead. My brother wrestled in high school. Electrical. What the fuck? My brother wrestled in high school and said, "Yep, Nate's definitely a wrestler." It's the way <laughs> he handles himself. So what were the rules? I was talking over all of them. Uh, it was just a rumble. So if you throw them out, they get electrified? Something like it. This, this yeah, is not this me. Dude. I need, I'm expecting you. Are you ring announcing? No, for, I'm commentating. Oh, uh, well, I'm expecting. Can you I ring do, announce like this? Ringing. Dude, yeah. No. Has there ever been a general manager ring announcer gimmick? I mean, I'm sure there has been. Vince McMahon in the <laughs> I don't know. Dude, this dude snorted so much coke. He is on an, an incredible cocktail of drugs. That's me coming out of the Polly's bathroom at 2 a.m. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, didn't, I did not infer. That's a joke for five people. That is a joke for five people, and the five people will love it. Too bad those five people don't watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taylor, God, me, Taylor, now. Brad, and like two other people at Elon watched wrestling. That was pretty much it. Yeah. My uh, we all uh, were friends. Freshman RA, <laughs> my freshman RA had been a wrestling fan, and then wasn't as much when I when we started. And I got him back into wrestling, and I got a couple of my sweet mates into wrestling as well. So that's awesome. Yeah, I got all the ro- I got all the roommates in Nashville into wrestling, so that's awesome. Shout out Jordan, the other wrestling fan in the household <laughs> for that avid listener. I hope Teddy Hart gets electrocuted. I hope he loses. Yeah. Super kick, no? Yeah, bitch. What? What's the what? What? Okay, hold on. What did that? I hope. Yeah, he deserved that. That's a thing that Teddy Hart would do. Reminder that Teddy Hart is potentially a murderer. Potentially, Poten- allegedly, 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 allegedly a murderer. As they say in, in Letterkenny, allegedly's. Yeah. You ever watch Letterkenny? I'm not. I've been told to. And it's I an amazing it, so. show. They're all wrestling fans too. They make a lot of wrestling references. Who the hell is this? Who is this guy? Chaos. Maybe he wrestles for like Rocky Mountain Pro or something. It's all Colorado. We'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to see if he's. If we can get him booked. I'm gonna. Yeah, pull yeah, up yeah. Can, can we? Maybe we should phone Damon and see if he knows this guy. Oh, Zach Wilde's on commentary the whole show? That <laughs> fucking rocks. Let's go, dude. Oh, dear. 
That looks like it hurts. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah, Teddy Hart knows how to hurt people, allegedly. Was that too much? <laughs> he has been arrested in Rich, like in Richmond, Virginia, which really? is where I live. So I that is not allegedly. That is true. I was going to say this. And it was yeah. right. You know what's funny? It was right about a time when I was supposed to be on jury duty. And I, if I, Vampiro! let's go. My man. I love well, Vampiro. I'll put my dude. story aside for a second, but Vampiro, holy shit. I love Vampiro. He rules. Oh, he still looks this good. This is when he too. could still move. Yeah. And Vampiro, when he could move, holy shit. He was a great wrestler. Yeah. He, he's one of those guys who got lost, lost in the shuffle. And that's what I love about wrestling is like, if you're good, people will appreciate you no matter what, even if your yeah. time didn't come, it just sucks that like, you know, he can't capitalize on it as much anymore. It's wild that this is the same Vampiro that we watched that match of. Like, yeah, a, a dude. Few weeks ago with yeah. Well, I see why it's a fucking uh, dream match too. that Penton Vampiro. Yeah. I want to go back and watch some of his triple A stuff. Who? Puma. Oh, Ricochet was around then. I don't think it's... I, I know, I'm just fucking... <laughs> Ricochet still had long hair. Ricochet still had hair when this... The ball... Why, why, why you gotta... Why you gotta be ugly? Sorry. That's I, true Galloway, I think. Not, not, not true Galloway. Sorry, not... Um, what? I can't remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> I just threw myself off. There's six-pack. Yeah, there's Sean Waltman. I think oh, I was you know who's in the show, I think? Luke Gallows? Yeah, but I think I'm wrong. Drew Gallows? Not, yeah, oh, you probably thought Drew Galloway, that's why. Just, Drew Galloway. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's move on. <laughs> A name he hasn't used in three years. Oh, more. My, more. I am... My, uh... The inner workings of... Never mind. I was the inner workings of my mind are an enigma. <laughs> I, think I think it's the inner machinations. The inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. Yeah, I know every SpongeBob. I SpongeBob's clearly quote. cannot say anything correctly. Who? Bristol, Tennessee, who? baby. Let's go. Who? Chris Hamrick. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Why? Why would they put New Jack on MTV? Why? Oh. 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 Yeah, yeah, you heard that, right? On commentary? Well, Hamish was a racist, and New Jack is black. Yeah, that's pretty much what they said. I was going to bring it up if you didn't. What the fuck? He's white and from Tennessee. He's black. Yeah, fuck you. Jeez. I don't know if he can walk after that. What bro. are you doing, New Jack? Are you eliminating yourself? Of course. Now he's going to murder the ref. Oh, great. It was probably good oh, that God. they only kept New Jack in there for like a minute. Probably. Go oh, no. Oh, I was going to no. hit the referee. It looks like one yeah, of your yeah. guitars, they said to Zach Wilde. Yeah, right. How high was New Jack, do you think? <laughs> How high was everyone oh, he involved was a, with he this? He was pointing at Zach Wilde when he did that. That's great. <laughs> Damn, the ref just got rocked. 
Why, why was the why was that? So this is what the music business is. It was full of cocaine. Okay, <laughs> it's New Jack. Have you watched this show? That's you know that true. chaos guy also kind of looks. He kind of looks like Chris Candido a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Oh, but Chris Candido was dead when this got probably. Found. Oh. Candido this was really show good too. Is just insanely chaotic. I love it. This is all. This is the perfect thing to watch to on the podcast. But it's perfect to watch on the podcast because holy shit! Okay, we, we, is that amazing? Red? It is it. Alcatraz so. is his name. Oh, an explosion! That was something. I love it. So cartoony. So cartoony. This I love is it. insane. This it's fucking is awesome. Let's this watch. show is just... Hey, fuck a match review. Let's watch this every single week. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Who? You the suicide? Why? Why would you name... Why would you name yourself that? Fuck you, Teddy Hart. The what? Okay, so okay, what? we've got thumbtacks. So many gimmicks. <laughs> this doesn't help. Well, you just stepped directly in the thumbtacks. Oh, it's a good old WCW style rumble where they go down to two. So, you just got to the. Oh, there's two contracts, and you got to right. grab the contracts. This is so Vince Russo, but it's not. Oh, he's gonna die. Yeah, I'll do the thumbtacks. Ah! Hell yeah, Vampiro! This is awesome. Why are you taunting? Waltman's on the ladder. He's got one of them. Now get the fuck out of there, Six Pac. He just dips. I like that. Dude, I'm just quiet because my brain cannot process everything that is happening at one time. And now Zach Wilde's going to ringside, they said. Why are you still in the ring, Six Pac? You won. What? 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 What the? what the? Okay, so he's dead. Cool. All right. Yeah. He's dead. They're actually checking his pulse, and that's that's good. You don't see that happen in wrestling you, all too as much. As you do. As you would. Yeah. Yeah, but do you really count Justin Credible as a champion? I mean, as a world champion. Yeah. You guys know Vampiro won the NWA title and also he, uh, Justin Credible. Vampiro looks so oh my much God. like. Oh my God. Here. He grabbed it. And then fell foot first. That was the end That's of the it? show. Wow. That's it. <laughs> wow. That's, my head hurts. What the fuck was that? 
that was, ladies and gentlemen, we have witnessed the greatest thing in the history of our sport. And its name is Wrestling Society X. What the fuck did we just watch, Taylor? I, I don't know. From, from the moment we hit play, there just I I can't I can't even put it into words. It's just like it didn't stop, nonstop. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I I think I love it. I I really do. I really think I love it. So, okay, I am I am looking. I'm just clicking through. Holy um, shit, that was amazing. Wikipedia pages. Um, the ring announcer. Yeah, the ring announcer. The ring announcer. Yes. Yeah, that, you know that ring announcer? That ring announcer. That ring announcer that we saw yeah. is currently a producer in NXT. <laughs> no fucking way, dude. I, no way. Am I am reading this correctly. <laughs> yes, he is. Yep, that's him. He's, oh, that's awesome. He is currently... He is currently a producer in NXT. If, this, is, if this page is accurate. That is so, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Katz. Ryan Katz. Bring some of this to Tuesday nights. This is Please. what wrestling is missing, dude. I'm telling you. Wrestling is missing just a, a meta, wacky-ass representation of itself. That, granted, Wrestling Society X... And after that, Lucha Underground did somewhat provide. And as we've seen with these cinematic matches, Taylor, I think that's what wrestling needs, dude. Just needs a little more self-awareness. Yeah. As a whole. Fans, the shows, the crowds, all of it. And this is beyond self-aware, what we just watched. I think this was cartoonish in a way but it was certainly that if you're gonna get mtv to air a wrestling show in the mid-2000s i wouldn't put anything else but this online (laughs) (laughs) you know or on air i wouldn't it was absolutely awesome and i i hope we get to watch where this is gonna be like a little series you know so it may not pop up every week it may be a little bit before you get another wrestling society x episode but yeah, Taylor, I love I love that next time we pick it up, like we know what happened and something to look forward to. <laughs> you know? I legitimately have a headache. You do? Like I just I that was so much happening at one time, my brain cannot handle it. It what? is that was Oh well we're gonna watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Puma guy was TJ Perkins. Really? Oh, uh, no. Good thing. He, oh, good God. thing he did the job, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm interested to see what more wrestlers pop up because we didn't see Tyler Black in this. We didn't see um. Who else so it looks see? like um the 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 uh, Dragon Gate guys are Masato Yoshino and um Genki uh, Horiguchi. Oh, dude! I thought yeah. Okay, gotcha. So it's not Sema, but but still Dragon Gate. Yeah. In 2005? Wow. Um, this, this has a who's who of absolute scumbags. Oh. Joey Ryan, oh. Teddy Hart. Uh. Uh, there was another one I saw in here, and I can't remember who it was. But, who's uh, who meaning three? There was, a, there was a couple other ones that I 
yeah. I'm blinking, but yeah, it's uh, this is mid two thousands as fuck. Crowd. It's it's mid two thousands as fuck. This show, yeah, and yeah, interesting crowd. But hey, Vampiro versus uh, Six Pack next week, <laughs> or not next yep. week? Uh, next time on the show. Whenever we get back to Wrestling Society mm-hmm. X. But guys, uh, we had a fun time doing that Twitter poll, as we mentioned last time on the podcast. Uh, I think in the future, we'll throw a couple more options up next. I know we got a few things that we want to watch. We want to get to some Attitude Era stuff. Uh, that And that would be really cool, too. And uh, I definitely want to watch a little more TNA. Get some good and bad. You got some any ugly or funny moments as well. If you guys want to just be a part of the show, this we 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 are catering to y'all, and we see the podcast growing every week, and we're very happy for that. And if you want to help the podcast grow, follow us on Twitter at RegRessReview. You could follow me on Twitter at Vendelis Tweets and Taylor. The people can find you where, as always, um, at Taylor Dacted. That's, yes, and at ECCWGM, I also do that one. Yes, yes. If you want the for, spicy for ECCW things, <laughs> yeah, that was my usual. That wasn't my usual like end of podcast pitch, but I'm just ah. recovering. You're recovering. Yeah, it was a I lot of sensory work. overload, I believe. I have to go continue working my normal life job after this. Oh shit! Yeah, you do because we're not filming it at 11 p.m. this time. No, we're not. <laughs> no, but uh, one more thing before we go, that Carolina chaos championship match did get rescheduled the new date is may 8th at the lucha dome chuck edwards versus jay malachi for the carolina chaos championship a part of the nrll show there so follow the eccw account at x elite combat x for more updates on that the lucha dome in burlington north carolina it's gonna be a hell of a match but as for taylor yates and the rest of the eccw crew I'm Andrew Vindels, and we will see you all next time. Goodbye and good night. Bye.